Hey, After Buzzers, thank you so much for joining us for a new Imposters After Show here at After Buzz TV. Tonight, we're recapping Season 1, Episode 3, titled We Wanted Every Lie, and we have Catherine Lanassa in the studio, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey everyone, welcome to the Imposters After Show here at After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. This awesome song is requested, none other, by Catherine Lanassa here. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we They're all wearing black and yellow, and I'm just like a leopard cheetah in the corner, but it's fine. It's kind of black <laughs> and, and yellow. It is, it is kind of actually black and yellow. Where can everyone find you on social media, for those that don't know? At Lady Lanassa. Ooh, love Lady it. Lanassa. She's an awesome lady, way. guys. We've been chatting with her. We love her. One of the coolest ladies. Thank yeah. you. Actually, I hate the word ladies. Women. <laughs> Correct Very that. Nice. Sexy Very women. Nice. Sexy women. Yeah. Love I'm it. a nasty woman. Uh, uh, me too. Definitely on that. All right. Where can we find all these two ladies here on social media? All these many yes. two ladies. Yes. All <laughs> these two ladies and the ghosts in the back. Yeah. Wait. They're women. Yes, we are women. Now we're all confused. Ladies, ladies women. women. Well, hey guys, I'm so excited to have Catherine here. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. I'm Allie Nasty. You can find me on Twitter at Allie Nasty and on Instagram at Allie Girl. And you can find me on Nina Makes Magic on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, guys, if you're in the live chat, we see uh, Carly Tooley. She's very excited that Catherine is here. Right. So thank you for being here. And I mean, I just want to ask you a few questions before we start recapping yeah. the show. What's this like, kind of doing this new show and your role in it? And like, what's your favorite part about doing the show? You know, um, they told me about it before we started. the The producers wrote five episodes. Well, we had done the pilot, and then they wrote the next four. And they told me everything that I was going to do. And I was, I was literally in Italy in this hotel that it was like the most beautiful view I've ever had in my life and it wasn't even expensive and I don't even know I was like how am I here and then they're telling me about this part I'm like what's going on in my life I can't believe I get to do this because I didn't know you know I knew we were going into a new con but I didn't know what I was going to get to do so just getting to play a Polish housekeeper as well as the con artist and the character with the con artist I really love and then you see a little bit of my relationship with Max Mm -hmm. um thus far, but we're going to see more of that as we go on and, and know more about our history. So, and you'll see me in flashbacks as well. So it was really neat to get, it was so complicated. It was just a huge challenge to learn Polish and to be this person, not only in the present, but in the past. And I thought, oh my God, I, I, I didn't, I actually don't think they knew how good of a part they wrote. I thought you were going to say, I don't think they knew how good of an actress they got here. Because, like, well, they, well, they do now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I asked you earlier, no one, I cannot believe no one's seen Heartbreakers. It is, and I thought for sure that you did, Catherine, because you definitely channel Sigourney Weaver. It's crazy. She's a con artist, and she pretends to be this Russian you know, beautiful woman for this old man. Wow. And then he dies, but she has to be... It's, like, amazing, but you are so channeling that. somehow in the writer's subconscious. I think it But I think it was also an easy fit for me, because I sort of look a little Eastern European, a little Russian anyway, so... Definitely. That sort of makes sense. She was supposed to be Polish. 
Polish. Right, Polish. Sorry, and I'm Polish, Polish too. I should know. <laughs> yeah, you look. Yeah. A, we look a little alike. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we look. Yeah, we definitely look a little alike. Well, we kind of do. <laughs> yeah. We have a long nose, and yeah, you know, my I face guess. used to be a little bit rounder. It's gone. I'm getting older. <laughs> it's not quite as round, but I had, a, you know, sort of similar features yeah. on the dyes. Yeah, you know. Okay, I guess we maybe we're related. Who knows? Yeah, you never know how that family tree goes. Let's go right to ancestry. <laughs> but I love that you brought up uh, Sally mm-hmm. and Max because it's a very interesting dichotomy. What do you guys think about these two so far? I love it. I love your character and how um, you kind of for a second we all thought you were her Maddie's mom. Because the love you can see with um, with the first time at the picnic table, you guys had this chemistry of like, we're all here for each other. It felt like a family. So we were thinking it was a mother figure. And when we found out that you weren't, it was just kind of cool to see that like friend family vibe in your Sally character considering you're this con artist and mm-hmm. then you play a Polish woman so I thought that the um, structure of the character was really interesting to kind of see it go up and down it's it- also interesting that you said that like that scene on the boat that we had in the last scene mm-hmm. there was a there was some of that quality in it but it was something yeah. that was kind of suggested and created on the day and it's really weird. It's like actors just can't see themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's great that you said that because I kind of like, I don't know where stuff comes from, but like subconsciously I wanted to have that warmth in my character towards her. Oh, definitely. And so I, I wanted to like continue to put that in and, and it will pay off, pay off later. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was important to me. I was like, you know, we're not, you know, this is an opportunity to show that again, like on the boat last week. So I never, I can't see it when I see myself. Oh, definitely. So I'm glad that it registered. (laughs) No, it did. I really can't. I'm like, I don't know. That was just all right. I'm like, oh. Well, warmth is, I think, well, I think warmth is a great way to put it because when she was on the boat, you totally were warm about warning her, be careful with who Mm -hmm. you're starting to fall for because Mm -hmm. I've been there before. Mm -hmm. So it was really great to see that support as a friend slash kind of seems like a mother figure Uh as considering she doesn't really, Mm -hmm. we don't know her family is at this point. Not yet. (laughs) What are your feelings, Mina? Oh, I was going to ask you, what parts of yourself in real life do you see in Sally? Oh, a lot. A lot. I think I was born about 40, so, you know, <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a few years of getting to act in, at my actual age, and now I'll be too old for myself soon, <laughs> so, you know. Um, yeah, I think that um, I've always been kind of abroad, and I feel, like, I feel like that's true about Sally. I do think I'm very warm. Like a hustler, kind of, too. You're feminine, <laughs> but you know how to work them. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you used to be, in a way, mm-hmm. Maddie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mean in the, sto- in, the, in, the, in the story. She was actually yeah. about me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I know, okay. You, but, I mean, I will say I've seen a lot of your other stuff. Like, I just finished Devious Maids, and, I mean, you're a bit of a hustler in that mm-hmm. one, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Why do they always, you know... Write these parts for me. I don't know. Are you a hustler? Do you consider yourself super resourceful in real life? I am super resourceful. You kind of have there to be as go. an actress, though, like getting different roles and being oh a go-getter. Oh, my God, it's impossible. It's so hard. It's so hard. I think people think it's so glamorous, and the truth is it's just so hard. You just get your ass handed to you all day long. I think anybody yeah. that makes it, it's like, I don't even care if they suck. I mean, they just deserve it because they made it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like... I feel like well, yeah. yeah. If you like like one of us got through. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I love this woman. She's so amazing. I mean, but by the time you get there, you're like Jesus Christ. This has been such a hike. I've mm-hmm. had so much crap happen. People say so many things. Most people will give up. Honestly, yeah. I, know. I was thinking about that today because have you seen La La Land? 
No. no. And I have it on a screener, and I'm like kind of scared to watch it. Yeah, I feel like it shows so, the show. I think people are going to be mad either way about what you think. Yeah, I know. I have seen, yeah. actually, I think, I have, I've seen every film except Lion and that, but I have those both to see. I need to see Lion. I heard it was really amazing. Yeah, I was listening. <laughs> I was, there was actually a true story on it about about the true story. Yeah, mm-hmm. on I saw the sixty minute. Oh, special. I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that before I saw the movie. So. But um, doing Imposters was one of those times where I just felt like really fully used, and I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I really enjoyed our our director Adam Brooks did all the first five. Wow! Mm-hmm. So you got into a groove with the guy, and they were cross boarding them. So you could be doing something from one and something from five and something from two and so so, so I don't I'm, that's why I came to watch it with you I'm like I don't remember what happened in what episode <laughs> do you uh, or how do you feel watching yourself back on TV that I look old <laughs> no. that's all I think about that's all I think about oh my gosh I was like god I used to be so <laughs> no, you're ridiculous. Talking about? No, um, I don't know what you're talking about, but you're gorgeous and you look gorgeous on TV. But also, I can't see myself. Way, I can't see myself. I it's can't your see character, myself. though. Your character is supposed mm-hmm. to look like this housekeeper mm-hmm. now. In no, this and time. I, I'll go for that. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll always go for whatever's right for the character, mm-hmm. whatever that is. If it's no makeup or makeup or hair that's going to be unflattering or whatever it is I'll go for that and I enjoy it I actually really enjoy doing it but I really think I have very little perspective on myself every now and then I'll see something I'll be like oh all right you know like (laughs) that was all right or that was really scary you know I like to be scary yeah, so, it's fun. This character is yourself. That, this character has so much warmth that she doesn't feel that scary Mm -mm. but I love actresses like um Judy Dench and uh, what's her name? Glenn, Cr- Glenn, Glenn Close. Close. Yeah, those ladies are scary, and that is some talent. There's something about yeah. you that does remind me of Glenn Close. Though. I love. Glenn I Close. will say, I love Glenn Close. <laughs> like I if they so do a Fatal Attraction remake, mm-hmm. I hope they cast you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, Bunny me Boiler too. over here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, we get to see, though, you have this fun interaction with Mr. Heller. You find all this money. Mm-hmm. And I know it's one of those things that's kind of like a little Easter egg for us to find mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. as is the money. Mm-hmm. But you're rehiding it, and I keep on thinking, oh, no, is she not hiding it right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is he going to figure it mm-hmm. out? Mm-hmm. Well, last episode, when, when he came in the house, I was like, no, no, like, he's <laughs> totally going to find out. But you were very swift of getting it back into uh-huh. the, uh, like, under the uh-huh. ground. It worked mm-hmm. out perfect. Right. God, poor Sally needs a lot of Xanax for yeah. that job. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they keep amping that up. That that's gonna that's gonna keep playing. We're it's not keep fair for you. That. Are you good at finding things in real life? Like oh, yeah. being a detective <laughs> and snooping? I kind of feel like don't bother lying to me. I can always tell when people are lying. I can always tell when people are lying. I can smell everything and I can hear everything. So forget it. <laughs> I know, I'm like, oh, I, I'm a little hypervigilant. I had a rough childhood. They say that that makes you people hypervigilant. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like always like, your senses are more attuned. Probably makes you an amazing well, actor, too, though. But I feel like yeah, children, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> children in general notice things, like, that other people don't. Like, they know when someone is lying. They notice authenticity and inauthenticity, and mm-hmm. they speak the truth. Which and then I it love. just gets pushed out of us. Yeah. yeah. As we grow older, we censor our ourselves more and more and then there reaches a point when your 
you're really old, mm. where you're like, ah, oh, the hell with it, like, and then you revert back to childhood, like, being super mm. honest. And then and someone throws you in a nursing blood. home, and it's all over. <laughs> well, I will so say, depressing. Sally um, definitely seemed unscathed when she was counting the money. She was just like, oh, whatever, I'm just gonna count this, I'll just put it right back when I'm done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did say last week that I thought that Mr. Heller, like, he had a gun, he was hiding these things, and then when his, like, quote-unquote buddy, not buddy, mentioned his ex and the pool boy, I'm like, he killed them. Like, maybe he killed them. And there is, you know, (laughs) maybe there's other things hiding underneath the wooden boards besides money. I know that's Mm -hmm. a super crazy, because I watch a lot of (laughs) weird things where I'm like, there's people buried under the ground, (laughs) like, of your house. Did you guys pick up, though, on what was happening with the convo with the doctor? Well, with, that he stole Mr. money from him. And yeah, that so the, Gary's been, Mr. Heller has been um, laundering the money from our cons. So was you guys conning him? Did they know, like, they knew this to begin, that's why they're conning him. But I don't know that. Oh, okay. See, what I... I, I just know there's uh, money. Gotcha. Yeah, well, what I was... T- I actually Do you remember last, se- last episode, I was like... Am I the only one that feels there's something wrong with this job? And Max is like, just do your job. Because <laughs> Max is in touch with the doctor. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense because I, I, when I heard that, I wrote down, like, so was the doctor taking back what's his? And I didn't know if that's what his, like, kind of overarching theme is. Like, no, if I just think it's a regular it- mark. And I feel like mm-hmm. I have to make up for myself why I think it's weird, but I think... You know, he's particularly unattractive. He's um, violent. He's not an easy mark. All these other kids have been easy marks. Like, why do we have this this mistrusting... Remember the mistrustful? (laughs) Mistrustful, um, you know, kind of violent, unattractive man, you know, for Maddie to to be our mark. That, Mm -hmm. you know... I think something's wrong. And then the more clues I find, as the more I think there's something wrong, so I'm throwing out these breadcrumbs, as I'll continue to do. Am I the only one that thinks that? So I'm trying to put it together, and I'm seeing the money as, you know, an opportunity to get out, or, you know, it's like it's unclear what I'm going to do with it. You know, it's unclear what's going on. I'm I'm looking at the money, but (laughs) no one, they don't know that I know about the money. Right. right. Oh, is there? Is it point. within that circle? It's almost feeling like it's gravitating towards each man for himself. Mm-hmm. Was there ever trust between the three of you guys, Sally, mm-hmm. uh, Maddie? Yes. It, like, mm-hmm. is that is that a strong bond, the three mm-hmm. of you guys, or yeah. is it something that's mm-hmm. more like mm-hmm. I think individual? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was I felt like a family when I saw them together, and they mm-hmm. all are just looking out for each other. As you go forward in the series, too, you'll find out like how I got into um, doing this and working for the doctor, and how Max got into working for the doctor. Right, and I out. I was very grateful for the flashback that we got last week. That in a way, you know, Maddie mm-hmm. is following in your footsteps. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was the bait before, and now Maddie's the bait. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I'm sure that it mm-hmm. is gonna get to like you having a special place in your heart for her because you once were her mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff happens and I'm I am a bit scared I'm a bit scared for Maddie and I'm a bit scared for you know uh, that very sexy man <laughs> that we have we love him so much I know pa- Patrick right of course yeah. sorry Patrick no that's okay I, I totally am like no I can see her starting to kind of like 
like almost melt like all of her who she used to be it seems like it's like start slowly melting off with him and then she steps out and it's like oh never mind it's like you see like a candle melting she's and really then good, it huh? blows out I oh know. my gosh she's amazing I know she's really good it's just and I was I was talking about this earlier how each of the characters are so charming mm-hmm. and Maddie's character in particular is so charming because you can see how she just like can completely mold to each person so you can't help but like not love her mm-hmm. and we were just talking about that we're like she's a every, yeah like every guy loves her and I'm even watching this like wow she's so good yeah but we still don't know the real Maddie and I yeah. think the real Maddie will come out with Patrick specifically well they're going back now you know they're going to look up her past so yeah, yeah. More. How, I want to know how the doctor got the picture of Maddie, because there's no way it was from... He knows, he knows all. From Uma Thurman. He's omniscient. Actually, it was, it was uh, Adriana she... from Satisfaction sent it to him. <laughs> <laughs> that reference just went, like, right in my over. last show where I was, like, this omniscient I character. I always show. knew everything. Oh, God. Okay. We don't even know how, you know? But it just happened. I always knew everything about everything. Yeah, yeah. it was just like... It was like A mm. in Pretty Little Liars. You, you never know, but they just sit there they and know watch. They know everything. They know everything. They know TV logic. TV yes. logic. And especially if you're bald, I think it helps. <laughs> Always. It's like, if you have any, no hair... Any movie, like X-Men, the, yeah. the Professor you, X. You know more, because the hair is gone, so it's actually in your head. <laughs> That's what I think. Every, it's so funny. A lot of wise characters either are bald, or they have a Lex really Luthor. long beard, like... Dumbledore. They're Elaine yes. and Gandalf. I mean, if you're a smart girl, other. you have dark hair and you wear glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have dark hair and glasses, you're the smart girl. True. Well, and what if you're blonde and wear glasses? Yeah, what does that make you? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a CNN, um, what do you call them? Those people are <laughs> <the> talking head. <laughs> I mean, you could be. You honestly could be. It's a true story. But with... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, we're being so goofy tonight, guys, but we love having Gatherin, because she's honestly, I feel like we're in my living room, and we're just, like, shooting the shit. Yeah. I love to talk about TV shows. Yeah. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> but that's why we're all here. I, I know. It. I know. I know. It's amazing. I'm really loving the, like, Maddie and how we are now, because re- the first episode, we're like, oh, she's pretty, because we all get defensive, because we're like, oh, yeah, really? she's pretty, but she's not that pretty. How could she con all these guys? Mm-mm-mm. I honestly felt like we all felt that, because, I don't know, we're girls, and we're like, what can she do that we can't do? But then we see what she can do, and she sort of researches these guys and does the things that, like, are their Achilles heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And then when we see, you know, the men, Ezra and Richie, of course, then with Ava together, which is the new dream team. Last yeah. week, I thought I was introduced to the original dream team with Ezra and Richie. Mm-hmm. But now, Ava, at, last week I was like, oh, come on, you can't add another one to the mix. No, yeah. it's what they needed. No, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, li- I wrote down, she's the voice of reason. She's kind of just like, they kind of will bicker back and forth, and she lays down the line, like, we need to get this done, so let's just move on. Just how she threw the bowling ball right through his car door. It's like the odd couple plus one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those two guys is the odd couple. Oh, my God. That, they crack me up. They're amazing the, together. Parker Young cracks me up. He cracks me up. He's so cute. This last yes. time we go Federal Bureau of Investigation, and the guy was in the pilot, and he's like, Rob's like, did you say Burrow? I'm like, I don't know, I just laugh so hard. I am like just such a sucker for the like. That's my high school type. Like for yeah. me, I was like, that's the guy I'm gonna Perfect. marry. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly that's what he was. He was 
the heartthrob of his high school, and he played football, and then he was the yeah. face of the dealership. And I love how we see Alice now mm-hmm. as, yes. as he saw her. How cool is that? And it reminds mm-hmm. me of Orphan Black. I don't know if you guys watched I never them. saw Orphan Black. I was told I should watch that. It's should been, I, yeah. Should it, I binge watch that? Absolutely. I couldn't recommend it more. Okay. Um, Tatiana Malsani, who won an Emmy this year. She plays all these different characters, mm-hmm. but she's a different person all the time. So. Oh, that's cool. Alice, and like, she's so blonde, and mm-hmm. she, like, just fit in it so perfectly, and he like needed. It's like she was his coach, mm-hmm. like a yeah. coach in high school, right? Yeah, that's so true because he probably had only been taught things through coaches, through football, through all of that, and then she kind of was like that, almost like cheerleader. Actually, mm-hmm. like you can do this, you can do that, and he needed that. Yeah, he did. Wait, so was that a flashback or a dream? That, no, sorry, that was a dream. That was a dream. That was just okay. a dream. Because I, I thought it was a flashback, but I didn't. At first, I thought I didn't know what it was. Well, at I first, feel like but. it was a mixture of yeah. 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 She's probably when they, said similar things to him in when, the past, and yeah, or he's envisioning like another. Well, because when they walked in, he was like kind of posing, like <laughs> as if he was imagining it in real mm-hmm. life. So I was thinking maybe it was. I don't know. He was just imagining it in the living room. I don't know what he's smoking, but you know he needs to so just cute. relax. I'm in love with him. He's adorable. He is great. Thank you. I so said something cute. super creepy about him last week, and so I feel better now. Really? Well, I I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> what, what did you say? I it can't was, remember. It was weird. It was like I made a pun. And he probably it, gets it a lot, though. It anyway. was about like having sex with him or something. It was. Oh, I, I actually love every single guy on the show. I'm in love with all of them. That Rob Heaps is oh, so man. sweet, and he's British. He's so cute. And then I love Brian. Has he ben ever ben kissed your death. hand? No, he has not kissed my hand. <laughs> I have kissed Brian Benben in the show, oh. who I adore. And then who else? And Adam Corson, the brother. The, oh yes. my God, how funny is he? I think we're going to be getting him later in the season, yeah. too. Yeah, he's so funny. Oh, what a little jerk. Though. Yeah. He's so His funny. character, we were like, no, not okay. Totally older brother syndrome. And where then he thinks he can how funny is the dad? Oh, yeah. I thought he was so funny. <laughs> I know he was supposed to be tough, but I was just laughing the whole time. Well, I just we, think it's I love the storytelling. I, oh, I do too. And what we learned this episode is that Ezra's the only one that seems to have been blackmailed. Yeah, that was weird. So I, because I was thinking she's only they're only punishing people that deserve it. And well, no, but I'm saying because Maddie. Yeah, yeah, and blackmailing them at the in end. the freezer, like the the, the files she left. But none of the other two got left. Like, if you try to find me, I'll do this to you. It was yeah. only Ezra. You I don't think, know. or maybe they're not I telling. Thought, I thought that they weren't telling, because I thought they were trying to push off the issue as if it didn't happen to them, and then he kept trying to pull it out of them, and then they changed the subject. I'm so naive. <laughs> That's, but that was my take on it. I mean... No, I, I my take was very similar to yours. I thought for sure, like, no, it only happened to Ezra, not the other two. Oh. And I wonder, I really want to know what Ava's story is. I you love know? her. Like, I am obsessed. I feel like her and um, Ezra have chemistry. <laughs> I think they're going to hook up. No, yeah. I actually think they're going to hook I up. I felt chemistry, but maybe it's one-sided on well, Ezra's end. Because here's my thing. It's like we're telling this story of all of these people that are kind of bad, but we're supposed to feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. And so I think each person needs to find somebody. So... We see Maddie hopefully finding love, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I don't know who Richie's going to be with. We still have TBD One on of that. us. New character. <laughs> yeah. New character. But Ezra, I don't want Ezra with that Gabby chick. She scares the hell out of me. 
Oh yeah. Maybe Richie will get one. Oh yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. Isn't a it interesting too much. stalker? A little too much. Did a little Ma- too much. Did Maddie change her name to Ava after dating Ava and then becoming Ava for I thought it was Eva. Was it not? Did I, I miss mean, that? I thought it was close. I thought it was Ava with an A with an E and then kind of teetering the line. It's like, yeah. well, you yeah. might just change it all together. Take on a new name of the person she was lost. Yeah. She must have been influenced. Wait, what's Marianne Rendon's name in the show? It's um, Ava, I think, right? No, Ava is Maddie's character when she was with, with Rob Ez- Heaps. Oh, with right, Ezra. right, 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 right. No, her character on the show is it Jules. It's Jules. Jules. Oh, it is it's Jules. Jules. Yeah, it's Jules. Okay. Yeah, it's Jules. I had okay. a momentary mix-up. Okay. Jules. No. Okay. But honestly, they do kind of look alike. I do bit. see them. And do they? I think they do. I don't know. I think they do, but I think that uh, Maddie definitely has like a softer kind of look, and I don't know, Jules. I'm Jewish, so you know, I'm like it's a. They, and I love that the scene with her therapist. I'm that re- was so funny. So funny. How much fun for her too to have done that, like to, <laughs> talking about how she was hearing and it's like hearing from her guides that like she just needs to let it go. I love that because I'm a bit of a weirdo, and uh, I uh, I have definitely had conversations like that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like half kidding. Half kidding. <laughs> okay, this is what happened. <laughs> right, we guys. digress. Hey, yeah. just like she said, never backwards, yeah. always forward, always Sam. Forward. Yes, which is how they like put all these things together. You know, mm-hmm. it's a big puzzle on how to find her. But again, when they find her, what are they going to do? Kill her? Try to like hump her? What, what's going to no, happen? No, what are they going to do? I know. Do? I mean, I feel like they, like half of them are still in love with her, and so I think all of them are. Yeah, what I thought, thought was really interesting about my character, which I don't usually talk about my character that much, but um, and I think a lot of the characters in general is that they were sympathetic. It's like I thought it's so interesting to be playing a con artist character that you just have so much feeling for. Yeah, you know that it's such. I feel like Sally is written as such a sympathetic character. No, definitely. Yeah, and you don't really even necessarily... You know, you're not really feeling like... Maddie's a sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. It's almost like all the characters are sympathetic. It's no, really complicated. You you almost feel like you're growing attachment through them the mm-hmm. more you see, because you see kind of the struggles that they're mm-hmm. going through mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything they've been through to get them to where they are they're today. They're like real people with a bad job. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Kind of a fun I job. like that it's not just black and white and that they're creating these super multidimensional mm-hmm. characters because it's so easy to write someone off as the villain or, Mm -hmm. you know, good or bad immediately. Mm -hmm. And I like that they're adding a bit more color to each person. Well, I think we had mentioned something about that, how we couldn't tell who the bad people were Mm -hmm. against who was good, because technically we didn't know if Ezra's family was necessarily had done something bad that Mm -hmm. deserved it. You know, like, they needed the vengeance. Something's gonna come out. Of course. So... It's just interesting to know that we are, we don't even really know who the real bad guy mm-hmm. is. Yeah, because the show is But like how do you feel about Uma Thurman? Oh, she's, oh, she's oh, definitely yeah. bad. I love her. <laughs> I love her. She really channeled that Kill Bill personality in this episode completely. <laughs> I'm so excited. It. I hadn't seen I hadn't seen her yet. Wait, did I see any? No, I I work. With, I end up working with her, but I hadn't seen any of what she did so it was great to see yeah I think if there's definitely fire and spice she's definitely putting that in this next episode that we're gonna see when I was younger I used to be like have you guys ever seen Kill Bill and I'd just like be like that and they'd be like what are you doing yeah I I remember when I first saw Kill Bill I was in 6th grade and I felt like such a badass for seeing a rated R movie (laughs) I would just walk around trying to like be like her and she does not look much different 
and she's still as badass, and mm-hmm. to have to see a character that she's playing on TV that's so much like her character in Kill Bill mm-hmm. is a complete dream come true, I, I will just <laughs> it's say. It's totally fun, right? It fits she, her so well. Yeah, she kills it. She kills it. And I mean, I'm sure, like, you know, you're an actress, you've had so much success, right? And someone gives you a role, and they're like, hey, want to revisit this kind of character for a minute? Why not, right? I think she, um, I know she's friends with Adam, the director, creator, um, writer, and I think that they had worked together before, and she saw the pilot, and she loved the pilot, and said she wanted to be a part of it, so we were really lucky. Yeah, it was, like, kind of super exciting. No, it's so wonderful. It's yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, they like, they didn't even tease it that much. Like, they teased it last episode, yeah. but this uh-huh. is, it's a big freaking deal. I know. Yeah. She doesn't do a lot of TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I saw, I'm, I'm Jewish, but I went to church at Christmas Eve once in New York, and she was there. <laughs> and I was just floored. I was like, this is meant to be. I'm meant to be a killer. Like, <laughs> okay. Oh, I would just like wash it like way too young, and I was like, yes. But I love her. I will just say I'm a crazy person, but yes, I'm in love with Uma Thurman, and I cannot wait to see what happens, especially with her and Max and this whole thing, because Max seems to be a little bit, like, not, like, you as Sally are playing by your own rules, but you don't seem to be throwing anyone under the bus quite yet, mm-hmm. but I do feel like Max does. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not too sure. You might be onto something. <laughs> you might be onto something. She's not giving us anything. She's not no, giving us she, any spoilers. The face is. I, I, I got him. I, I can just Cryptic. read her mind. No. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know exactly where Max ends up at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm excited to see myself. Well, let's ask some more questions. Like, we okay. kind of recapped the show, but I still want to know more yeah. about, like, first of all, do you have any other projects coming up? Like, what's going on in the life of you? I'm still trying to hawk this movie. We're um, actually having a, um, a screening tomorrow night at the um, West Hollywood City Council Chambers. The mayor is honoring the movie that I produced. What's and it acted called? Called Love Is All You Need. Oh my god! And it's available on iTunes. It's called. Uh, That's awesome. It's called Love Is All You Need with a question mark. Okay. It's on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play, and it's just a wonderful. It's like I I, I like to say it's an anti-bullying movie that doesn't suck. If I'm going to be just totally honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it was really well cast. It has Elizabeth Rome in it, and Jeremy Sisto, Brianna Evigan, and um, Tyler Blackburn's in it. Um, Emily Osment. Mm. It's just very beautifully done and. Um, it's it's really interesting. It's turned in this told in this upside down world where it's normal to be gay and abnormal to be straight. So they sort of create this counter world. Mm-hmm. So kids, these kids are getting bullied for being heterosexual. So it's really easy to watch. Mm-hmm. It's like if there's a bigoted person, you're not watching. You're not asking them to watch a gay love story. Mm-hmm. But it, there's something very powerful. It's all just very subtle. She doesn't sort of like. You know, it's not like, um, oh, here's the gay family, and it's going to be... You know, it's just she just sort of subtly puts you into this different world, but then you end up in the shoes of the kids that are being bullied, and it's all based on real events, and all the online bullying that goes on is actual online bullying that happened before kids try to kill themselves and stuff. And it's a difficult movie, but it's a beautiful movie. And, you know, my husband and my son, uh, you know, went and saw it and cried, and, you know, it's just very moving, and just so meaningful, and it's, it's just, um, 
I'm going to watch be prouder that. Of it. Yeah, please do watch it. Please. We Definitely. came and did an After Buzz one time on it. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, check out that After Buzz. We will retweet it out so you yeah, guys love can watch the After Buzz. The uh, movie, yeah. Wow, that just gave me chills. That's I know. amazing. Yeah. Just I even I like that cap. theme, though, like the minority becoming the majority and uh-huh. just questioning mm-hmm. like social norms and society. Yeah, and it, Elias, I like, as I say again, it doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all, it's, well, because when I read it, I thought, oh, you know, these movies are often just so heavy-handed, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and they don't really have compassion for the other side, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like Christians that think it's wrong to be gay or stuff like that, and all that gets addressed in the movie. Um, so it's it was quite deftly done, but the casting director that did it, um, that company has done a lot of wonderful independent movies including like Silver Linings Playbook I and love that movie that's so beautifully movie. cast and so I knew that office only casts really terrific projects and has great actors always in their things mm-hmm. so I thought well they'll be great actors mm-hmm. so let's see what happens after that and I was so happy with the way that it came out so that's exciting yeah. congratulations yeah. nice we can't wait to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into some predictions real quick for okay, next yeah, week. Okay, yeah, let's get let's into the predictions. I don't know if you can give us any, but... <laughs> Wink twice, okay? <laughs> right now? Well, it just, if we're right. If we're right. I'm just going to flutter my eyes the whole time. <laughs> before, okay. before I make a prediction, I do want to ask one more question. Okay. Because I think it'll help okay. me. Okay, okay. Has the director ever given you any information about your character that he hasn't given anyone else? Like, has he ever pulled you aside and been like, this is what you need to know about this specific scenario? Because sometimes directors do that. No. No? Okay. No. Just curious. It was just all out. I hope he's not watching. I guess I did. (laughs) Um, J.K. Rowling did that with Snape, uh, Alan Rickman. She she kind of told him, like, you know, a little bit more information than she told the other characters. Also, they could have read the book. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I I have a funny feeling Alan Rickman read the book. Yeah, Yeah. that was before the final books had come out, so that was kind of earlier movie. That makes sense. He could keep it in mind. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think so. I make up a lot of stuff, and even if the director tells me something differently about like my story, it's like you have to fill in the blank for yourself before you get there and you know Michael Caine said in his book you know a well-oiled plan plan is easier to change than no plan at all mm-hmm. so right. like I have to create something for myself to go and then if yeah. he says oh I think it was this and then I'm like oh okay and then I can you know do that but yeah. you have to start with something yeah so I don't think he told me anything too specific Okay. He, he knew you would do it on your own. Yeah, <laughs> figure it out. He's like, I don't even need to tell her. Her mind's just going to keep on going uh-huh. with this one. <laughs> keep on going. I love it. Um, I guess my prediction, let's see. Um, I have a feeling that we're going to see way more of Sally's character and um, coming out to be more of the mother-ass type in the situation with Maddie because we're seeing her really start to un- like unravel her feelings for Patrick and that's kind of where she's freaking out so maybe they're going to have a one-on-one conversation and Maddie's actually going to admit to liking this guy. So there may be like a one-on-one moment where it feels like a truth be told. And then maybe Sally might just like throw that information to Max and then it kind of trickles down. Mm. But 
That's yeah. maybe that's like behind the scenes of what's happening with Uma Thurman's character right now because clearly she comes in with a knife. That Maddie and <laughs> Maddie and Sally will have a very meaningful one-on-one moment. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right, I love it. I love it. I'm excited. I didn't say about a confirmation. No, it's not that one one-on-one moment. Okay. It's, it's happening. So maybe my I prediction think it was exactly that one-on-one okay. moment. But yeah. they are we definitely having I will a say one-on-one moment that about, is meaningful. Yes, after us, we are very good at being psychic. Um, <laughs> we can predict future in television, at least for me. I'm like I have to do like a tea leaf reading right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm like okay, what's gonna happen in this future of this television show? And I, f- I feel very Jules right now, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I actually do see a life coach where she may or may not read my tea leaves. Oh, <laughs> all right. She didn't read her tea leaves though. She was just talking about craziness. Um, okay, but... <laughs> My turn? Yes, your turn. Okay, well, obviously we've seen, like, a snippet of what's gonna happen in next episode. We yes. find out that Mr. Heller and, um, how am I blinking right now on... Um, Maddie. The Saffron, Maddie. Saffron, Saffron, No, yeah. no, not Saffron. Uh, her other love interest. Her I love Patrick. Patrick. Okay. So he runs into Patrick and, mm-hmm. and that she gets caught in this triangle where mm-hmm. he discovers that, um... So that's definitely going to complicate things, and I think she's going to have to be really cautious with her relationship with Patrick, because obviously we see Uma Thurman come in. I'm giving you the parts that you've already seen in the mm-hmm. in the spoilers, but mm-hmm. to expand upon that, um, I think... You're playing it safe. You know, I Give think, me some real I, no, prediction no, no, no. here. Come on. I think that... Come out on, Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Get out of the box. Come on, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Maddie is... Oh, that's so oh, nice. Thank you. Before the makeover in Princess Diaries or after? Post-makeover or pre-makeover? Because I, I never know if it's a compliment or like an insult compliment. Did I, she really look that bad before the, the makeover? With the huge hair. Oh, she had huge hair? Oh, I don't know. Your hair is yeah. fine. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. I used to get that all the time in high school ten years ago. That's really well, cool. Well, you know, like, she turned out to be a princess, so screw you. Yeah. Oh, cool. True. <laughs> um, so I think that uh, Maddie is going to choose love over her job eventually, like, uh, towards the end of the season. She is also, yeah, she's going to choose Phil, but I think there's going to be, not Phil, Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> but it's I really think, weird. I think we're going to find, yeah, we're going to find out, like, maybe some darkness to Patrick's character, because there's oh. something about him that's very stoic and mm-hmm. secretive, and he's not an open book like, uh, like the main protagonist of Imposters. I'm Ezra. blanking on so many names right now, yeah. He's not like Ezra who's an open book. He's very stoic, and I think that's exactly why Maddie is attracted to someone because like that. Because he's a secret. Yeah, he's a secret. Mm-hmm. He's hard to figure out. He's not mm-hmm. easily... He's like an onion. He can't... to peel him back. Yeah, he can't... That's a Bachelor reference. They, there was one of the that is a Bachelor reference that yeah. totally went into also the, a Los Angeles reference. People say a New York's a Big Apple and LA is an onion. Oh, really? I did not know that. I yeah. thought LA was high school. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so many different clicks. Well, listen, guys, I'm a little bit worried about Sally. I think Sally knows too much. Yeah, and um, you know she doesn't have enough places to stick that money. Mm-hmm. She, you know, is going to run, but she's also going to try to help Maddie because mm. she was Maddie and she feels worried for her and she's probably going to be like, you know, the doctor. That would make sense. It's coming and 
Lenny Cohen is coming. Run, run, yeah. run. Well, that would make sense I because think, this is the first yeah. time she's probably seen clarity of this is money that no one else knows about, like you had mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. So this is her one time to actually be able to get away with something and, like, actually obtain it rather than just, like, taking money from the doctor because he would clearly know. But this is secret, so she'd be able to take it. I love that prediction. But I still think that you're going to get in hot water with the doctor because nothing gets past the doctor, not even Sally. Mm. Yeah. I, I also think the doctor's Lex Luthor. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> also, I wonder if your character comes into contact with Uma Thurman's character because Probably. that would be really interesting. Oh man, mm. I would, I would definitely vote for you. But I think for Homecoming Queen, yeah, <laughs> of the whole I show. think That's that uh, she would kick your ass. Unfortunately, oh. you know. No, actually, I don't <laughs> think no, so. I think Sally's got some fight in her. I think that Uma Thurman's character seems more like badass in a physical way. I think yours is more like stealthy in a mental way. Definitely. You you will find out how much fight I have. I believe it. You will find out exactly how much fight I have or don't have. I feel like it's... Yeah. Well, that is an amazing thing to leave us on, guys. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. We love everyone that watches here. For one more time, where can they find you on social media, Catherine? Lady Lanasa on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And, of course, don't forget to see the film. Yeah, love is all you need, question mark. iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. Thank you. Yes, and um, I'm Allie Nasta. You can find me on Twitter at Allie Nasta and on Instagram at Allie Girl. And if you guys are interested in any other AfterBuzz shows, please make sure that you tune in on Mondays and watch Beyond at 10 o'clock. And you can find me on Mina Makes Magic on Twitter and Instagram. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43, and check out Riverdale on Thursdays at 10 p.m. Lots of fun. We'll see you next week, and thank you so much, Catherine. Thank Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.